This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, hello, pet peeps, and welcome to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dustin McAdams. Thanks for being here with me. Today, we're going to geek out a little bit, and we're going to talk about two big nerdy trends, the Internet of Things and pet humanization. I recently watched the series finale of one of my favorite TV shows, Silicon Valley, on HBO. The show follows the ups and downs of a tech startup based in, well, Silicon Valley, of course. If you've not already seen the show or at least the season's final episode, here's your due warning on a, a spoiler alert. You may want to turn down the volume for a couple seconds. All right. So in this season's final show, the main characters of the tech startup named Pied Piper stumble into an unlikely solution for a really big data storage problem using interconnected smart refrigerators. And while it's funny fiction, it does illustrate our first trend, the Internet of Things, which is essentially the growth of all of our smart interconnected devices, everything from our phones, our TVs, washing machines, coffee makers, and of course, refrigerators. And it's a trend that's booming. And so is our second trend of pet humanization. Jim Cramer, the crazy guy on CNBC's Mad Money, stated earlier this year that the humanization of pets is the greatest investing theme in the market this year. All right, so that sounds really important, right? But what is the humanization of pets? Well, my simple take on it is it's about our changing views of our pets as family members and us treating them as such. And it's a really broad trend that crosses lots of demographics, but it's especially being fueled by millennials, who are the largest and fastest group of pet parents today. And they're also a group who, on average, are waiting longer to have children, at least the two-legged kind. And they're using their pets to help hone their parenting skills as an outlet for their parental love and money. You can see this trend of pet humanization play out in a number of ways. Take social media. There are now tons of pet accounts, some with really big followings and enough influence to command serious advertising dollars, up to thousands of posts for some. Or look at our travel behaviors. More and more, we'd like to travel with our pets. And some hotels are rolling out the red carpet with over-the-top amenities to buy for our business. For example, my company, PupJoy, supplies the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Las Vegas with boxes of goodies to pamper their nightly doggy guest, which is just one of a number of amenities that they offer under their dog-friendly program. Or look at our general purchasing trends for our pets. They include big increases in organic, local, and sustainable types of pet foods and treats, stylish and seasonal clothes and accessories for our pets, and the kind of stuff that once was reserved for human babies like strollers and carriers. And of course, technology. Because... Technology has revolutionized our lives, so how could we possibly leave our fur babies in the analog stone ages? There's GPS and activity tracking for your dog with products like the Nuzzle Collar or the Link AKC Collar. There's wearable LED technology like we covered with our former guest Len from Four Paws Tech. Now there's even Dog TV, a channel specifically designed for your dog. And there's our focus of today, which is bringing FaceTime to Fido. To explain a little further, just like the parents of human babies, we pet parents miss our fur babies too when we're not at home. Have you ever been sitting at a meeting just wishing that you could check on your dog to see how she was doing? Well, you can now. You can call her, or she can even call you, and her pet chats. It's basically FaceTime or Skype for your pup, plus a few other fun things. It's an interactive webcam, it's a treat dispenser, a scent dispenser, and my favorite feature, a doggy-activated call pad. Because, of course... Your dog has a busy schedule. She needs to fit you in when she can on her time. Hashtag overbooked. But seriously, imagine it for a second. Being at work, getting a smartphone notification, 
sent to you by your dog at home because she wants to see you. You open your app. You can see your wagging her tail in the video. After some cute baby talk, for her, of course, you hit a button and a treat pops out of a dispenser. You watch her devour it. She wags her tail even more and you pat yourself on the back for being the amazing pet parent that you are. This isn't fiction. This is Pet Chats. And today's guest, Joe Meyer, is here to talk with us about it. He has a career that spanned branding and marketing for some big industry leaders like Target and Coca-Cola. And now he's helping to lead the pet tech industry forward as the director of marketing and customer experience at Pet Chat. You can find more about Pet Chats online at PetChats.com. And that's spelled with a Z. It's P-E-T-C-H-A-T-Z.com or on all major social media at Pet Chats. We'll be right back to talk with Joe after these messages. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right, you scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. With us now is Joe Meyer from Pet Chats. Joe, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. So I gave the audience a little teaser on your background in the intro, but uh, do you mind diving in a little to your branding and marketing background before entering the pet industry? Certainly. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I love the show. Long time listener. <laughs> thanks. So you, you dove into it a little bit. I've worked at Coca-Cola Target. I worked in the hearing aid industry at Starkey Hearing Technologies uh, here based in Minneapolis, uh, and then was in the uh, natural products industry as well. So always, always the heart for helping using technology and experiences to enhance people's lives and, and finding out about the, this emerging and young category of pet tech. Uh, I was on board as soon as I heard about it. So... Tell us the origin story of Pet Chats. How long has it been a business? How did it get started? And when did you come on board? So the origin story was the inventor and founder, Mark Kroll, was dog-sitting his daughter's dog, as we do with our millennial dogs. Uh, make sure that the dogs take care of when the, the daughter went out of town. And like a, good, like a good dad, he Skyped his daughter to just show her that the dog was doing okay. And he noticed the dog was going crazy. <laughs> interact. The dog was interacting with the screen. The dog could hear the mom's voice. The dog was okay and happy before, but just on a different level and excited when she could see her owner on the screen and hear her voice. And kind of the idea popped into Mark Kroll's head. And it's one of the one of the best heads to pop into. He's an inventor. He holds over more than 350 pending patents and patents in the medical industry. And so he connected with the CEO, Lisa Lavin, and said, I have this idea. I need somebody to execute it. Uh, Lisa has incredible experience in the pet world, working at 3M, healthcare consulting, uh, Phillips Medical Systems at the University of Minnesota. And so they connected. And about four years ago, kind of the infancy of this category of pet tech, they connected, launched the first Pet Chats 1.0 
got into the marketplace, then based on consumer feedback and customer feedback, they made tons of upgrades and we launched Catch Hats HD almost two years ago. And I came on, it's been almost looking back about 10 months now, came on a little bit before last year and we have been incredible growth, best months in the company in the recent months. Uh, and we're excited to continue the next phase and, and grow further. Awesome. Well, first, uh, kudos on the success and uh, welcome to this fun industry. Um, Thank you for having me. I love <laughs> it. It's, it's fun. To, it's fun to work with people who everyone has passion for the the consumer, and the consumers are four legged, our four legged best friends, which I love. I couldn't agree more. I um, I personally came out of uh, advertising agency, marketing, tech industry, and got to work with clients in a lot of different industries. But I do, I, I never forget how uh, fortunate I am to, to get to work around the type of people you get to work around and just to get to be around dogs every day. It's, it's a fun industry. Quick question on kind of this notion of digital doggy daycare. I'm sure you guys stay on top of this closely. Where, where have you seen demand go over the last few years and where do you see it going on the horizon? So I think this is kind of an emerging an emerging trend uh, and something that at Pet Chats we want to be on the forefront on. And instead of just just a device where you can check in on your dog when it feels good for you or, or with Pet Chats when they can, when they can check in on you, we wanted to create a full immersive, you know, full day of entertainment, connection and interaction with all the features that we have. We're seeing this large trend of, of daycare for pets you know, during the day, not overnight, not for weekend trips, but mm-hmm. if you have to work eight hours a day, you'll drive your dog to a doggy daycare, spend on average $45 a day, drop them off and pick them up. And although that's good for at times and when the dog is, is needing that, for the rest of the time, this digital solution of having streaming dog TV, having the treats, having Paul call, which is also game mode and we have brain games associated with it. There's a game mode attached to it as well, so you don't have to be fully engaged. Being able to have the aromatherapy, have chats with you, you can have this full day without without having to drive them to uh, pet daycare, pay a daily fee, and kind of have this full day of interaction and relaxation for them. And I think just the demand for digital doggy daycare, especially in large areas, Large suburban downtown areas is going to grow left and right once people realize, oh, wow, I can, I can give this investment to my dog and they have a full day, I have a full day, and then at the end of the day, we can relax and cuddle on the couch. We don't replace cuddling on the couch with your dog, but we do give them a, a <laughs> full day of entertainment connection. That's what is really cool technology. So I'm curious on the science behind the uh, screen interaction. How do dogs, how do they see it interact with the screen compared to the way we do? So they interact differently than we do, but there has been a scientific study, and we actually work with Tufts University on this to ensure that their dogs are able to see our screen. So there's an animal behaviorist by the name of Dr. Nicholas Dodman, and he has done tons of research on can dogs see the, the modern LCD screen that we have on the pet chats display. Scientific research, you know, showing different things on different screens. And given the refresh rate, I don't want to get too technical for the audience, but given the, the refresh right. rate on the screen, they're able to, the dog's eyes are actually able to see the screen. They're not going to sit down and, you know, watch a 30 minute episode of Silicon Valley like <laughs> you or I will, but they'll be able to engage, see the items on the screen. I know my dog, and you can test this at home if there's a dog on the screen and the dog's not barking, is your dog look at the screen? I know my dog is. He'll see, he'll take 
hey, I know what that looks like. I can see that. And we've actually worked with Dog TV since they stream on our device. And the Dog TV stream is actually designed by Dr. Nicholas Dodman to have the colors that the dogs interact with best. It's kind of optimized and customized to um, how they see the screen. But the dogs, you know, scientifically proven that they can see a LCD display. Interesting. Well, I, I can say definitively my two, uh, if they're allowed on the couch, definitely watch TV. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's there, the moving pictures, and they can see what's going on. And <laughs> we always say that nothing will make your dog smile like your face. <laughs> that is that is probably a true statement. So I tell you what, Joe, we're going to quickly jump to break. Folks, we'll be right back with Joe to find out more about the development process of Pet Chats after these messages from our sponsors. Love to spoil your dog, but no time to shop? Well, check out PupJoy.com. Dog parents are raving about them. They deliver amazing boxes of treats and toys directly to your door. Premium goodies from indie brands, all customized to your dog's unique needs. So you can relax and spend more time on important things like couch cuddles and belly rubs. Get personalized boxes of joy for your pup. Plus, built-in support for animal rescue, all for less than you'd pay at the store. Save $10 on your first order today. Go to PupJoy.com, customize your plan, and enter Pets Mean Business at checkout. P-U-P-J-O-Y dot com. Retrievers, Labradors, Goldens are the main breeds that come through our door, but we'll train anything with four legs and a tail. My husband and I own a kennel. We train hunting dogs and also have a boarding and grooming business. Our dogs, they're athletes, and we feed them very quality food. You can't get enzymes in a commercial dog food because they cook it at such a high heat that so much important nutrition is just cooked right out of it. But adding Dynavite to their diet has... Every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. <laughs> Dynavite's the bomb. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. <laughs> And we're back with Joe talking about pet tech. So, Joe, where we left off, you were talking a little bit about the underlying technology, which is perfectly fine. I told the audience at the start of this we were going to geek out a little bit today. So diving into <laughs> a little technology is perfectly fine. Talk a little bit about the uh, the overall research and development process that you guys have gone through with the product and continue to go through to refine it. So when the product was first development, we had this idea, but we wanted to make sure that it actually spoke to First, the pets. That was our, our main focus. So we worked with research agencies here locally and brought in a ton of pets, see what they would interact with, see what they engage with. Then we brought in pet parents. And what were their concerns? What were things that they were worried about? Pet safety was one of them. This thing has, you know, it's connected to your home. It's electronic. Mm-hmm. Is my pet going to be able to, you know, 
get into this thing and hurt himself, which was our biggest concern. And then obviously usability. This thing has to be functional. It has to work. It has to give the best picture. So we've used all of those things. And that's why we, that's why we created a device that's actually mounted to your wall. That's actually pet safe. There's no corners. There's no edges. Your pet's not able to scratch it off the wall. In the four years we've been in the company, we haven't had any ripped off the wall. We also amazing, actually, actually. Cre- yeah, we actually created a, um, a cover for those extra curious dogs, more just to, you know, just so they don't, they're disincentivized to do it. So we really talked with pet parents, people that consider themselves that a pet is a member of the family. And we just continually research it with the dogs in our community. We consider our, the owners pack members is that we'll do anything for our pack members. We'll make sure they have the ideal experience. And a lot of their recommendations have been used. I think Paul call was actually a recommendation from a pack member who said, how cool would it be if my dog could call me? And you're like, we agree. <laughs> and then we, they put it into development and now it's rolled out. So we're I love always that one. innovating, always customer driven. And we want to clarify with the paw call, you actually schedule the times for the call just so you, your right. dog will not interrupt conference calls. Uh, you will not, you schedule the time and then the, it blinks and then the dog does press on it. So we were going to give it unlimited plan, but we thought, you know, working professionals, they need to get their job done. So. <laughs> Once you in a can, while, right? Yeah, you can schedule the call you know during an awkward meeting or my favorite one is we got a, an email the other day from a, a girl on a on an awkward tinder date and so she scheduled her pet chats call during the awkward tinder date <laughs> and took the call she goes up oh, i gotta take this you know here's, here's a text message coming in it was actually the pet chats she connected with her pet and then she had to go because somebody more important was waiting for her <laughs> fun way of using technology to get out of an awkward Tinder date. You, you may have just found an entirely new audience to market to, Joe. <laughs> I think so, yes. We should do some, some co-marketing on Tinder. Or anybody who's going on an awkward Tinder date, please feel free to use our technology uh, in whatever way that suits you. I can see a great marketing campaign coming out of this. <laughs> what are the other big areas of feedback you've gotten from... Um, your various uh, user experience testing and surveying are there i'm sure you guys get some off the wall stuff sometimes but are there like any big trends that you hear from parents that you guys are you know trying to figure out like how do we actually put this into action yeah the biggest one was the dog tb is we wanted this to be an always on device is not just a device you use, you know, once a day when you call your dog, but a device that can be used all the time. We got that. We heard that from a lot of our pack members said, like, it's cool. I can give my dog a treat, but I have to be there to do it. And we all know you day gets busy. You want your dog engaged. That's kind of the purpose of this dog connection, engagement, entertainment. And so through our connection with Dr. Nicholas Dodman and understanding the dog TV philosophy, we implemented dog tv so now you can turn on dog tv through your app so you can be at you can be at home or i'll usually do it if i have to stay a little extra late a little extra late in the office i'll go to my app turn on dog tv for my dog he knows i care about him because i'm turning on entertainment for him and i'll be home in a little bit and be able to to engage with him when i get home that was another kind of invention integration based on our voice of customer saying we want we want an always I want to use this device all the time, not just when I miss my dog. Yeah. What's your typical process for getting feedback from your users? Do you guys do a lot of live focus group stuff or is it mostly through surveys or what's the general mode for you guys? 
We really engage with social media. That's kind of how we came onto the scene, especially marketing to millennials. Uh, we've had some very large Facebook videos from, from some partners, you know, about 100 million views wow. on the Facebook videos. And then we have a, a relatively large Instagram thing. So a lot of our, our engagement comes right on there. Is The millennial marketplace is not afraid to tweet or Instagram or Facebook message us if they have a problem or if they yes. have a solution or if they have an issue. So we really listen to the customer and interact and engage with them where they're at. They want to tweet at us. I'll tweet right back. They want to Facebook message me. I'm right there all day long. So we really listen just in, in social and we encourage that. We just did a pet chat selfie contest on social media where we gave away a pet chat. So you posted a selfie with you and your, your pet and our favorite one got a, got a free pet chat. So we engage with them, you know, kind of interaction, but also if they have troubles or challenges, you know, with the technology or if they have ideas, we're right there where they're going to be. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I'm glad you brought that up. I think it's a great learning moment for anybody listening in that's, um, that's in the industry is the notion of probably with all audiences, but especially with the millennial audience, being very attuned to those channels for multi-purposes. And one of them being a lot of really great feedback and being able to interact. But I also love the notion of making sure you meet your customer where they are. Mm-hmm. And their channel of choice, which I think that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. So you guys have been doing this for four years, had some pretty big developments. Have there um, have you had any like major aha lessons learned over the the course of this that have really driven what you guys do with the business? Ah, big lessons learned. I know you're I the biggest. You're a little late yeah, in the, the game at ten months, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, the biggest lesson learned is the the dedication that pet parents have for their pets. I'm a proud dog dad, but I've understood and realized that there's just a different level of pet parents out there who who are all in on their dogs, and yeah. that's it. It's I've been able to and, and had the pleasure of meeting these people at conferences and events, and when I get a an email message, it always makes me giggle when a dog emails me. Uh, <laughs> it always it's it's always my favorite part of the day. I'll always get a message from Fido saying. Hey, this is Fido. I love your thing. It makes my tail wag every time I turns on. You know, thank you so much for all you do. And and that's the biggest kind of lesson learned is that these people are all in on their dog. This is their number one priority. They have social media accounts for their dogs, and they're you know using their dog as the source of ultimate happiness. And it's such fun to be a part of that really inner culture of of dog enthusiasts. Yeah, couldn't agree more on that. So last kind of techie question for you on this, for anybody that's listening that, that wants to know, what, what are the basic uh, building blocks of how it works? Is it Wi-Fi enabled system? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you connect the, uh, the system to your Wi-Fi. Um, and then just like Tesla, we do over-the-air updates every month or so to make sure the system improves. Um, so you're able to chat using your iOS, Android, or your computer. You go to chat.petchats.com. You log in when you kind of register your device. You get a, a login with your email address, and you're able to initiate a chat. You start all your chats in silent mode, which I like to use just to make sure my dog is not sleeping and engage <laughs> with them. And then you start a chat. Uh, we have a distinctive ringtone. The chat comes up. You're able to see the dog low light HD, and then you can dispense a treat. And then at that point, the aromatherapy scent that kind of calms the dog down, I'll rest assured that you know you're there, uh, is dispensed. You can record the chat, take photos of it, share it on social media. You know, when you end the chat, it, it goes away. 
uh, and then we have push notifications that go to your phone based on your preferences. So if you want to get a notification every time your dog barks, we have sound notifications. If you want to get a notification every time your dog is near the unit, we have alerts and notifications that say, oh, your dog is up and awake and he's walking around. And then we also have our most famous, the paw call notification that says, you know, end that Tinder date, final one. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so I think your product and the technology behind this is just really cool. And I, I anticipate you guys are going to do huge things with it. See, a couple things quickly. For any folks that may have follow-up questions for you personally, what's the best way to reach you? You can reach out to me at info at petchats.com. The best source and, and just kind of, you know, we're, lo- we're interested in partnerships and working with other pet technologies or really dog companies that, you know, really care about the pet parent. We're all in on the pet mom and dad. So any company that's dedicated to that, you can in- email us at info at petchats, that's with a Z, dot com. And I'll get back to you, you know, within a within a day or so. Awesome. So on that vein, Joe, around community and partnerships and everything, what do you guys do both in terms of uh, the type of partners and sponsors that you look for, as well as anything you may do as a company to support dog advocacy? You know, we're all about the community as we welcome all of our new our new members as Pet Chats Pack members, and they, they're welcomed on social and we're welcomed in our groups and to talk about all things dog. That's the first thing to give it back. Our second and kind of largest initiative is we're working with Tufts University and the Center for Shelter Dogs, headed up by Dr. Nicholas Dodman, to study the effects of pet chats on the adoptability of shelter dogs. Interesting. Um, the PR release came out about about two months ago, and we're working with several shelters in the Northeast and Tufts University to to figure out a solution on how to reduce the stress of shelter dogs. Yeah. We believe technology is a solution there. Uh, longer that shelter dogs are in that environment, their cortisol level rise, the longer they're there, the um, chances that euthanasia will occur. So we're trying everything we can, including our technology and dog TV in the study to see Will this technology help? Will this reduce the stress in shelter dogs so they become more adoptable? And using technology, we think, is an amazing first start. It's a huge epidemic, and we're trying to help out with that. We always love to give back to our local humane shelters and societies here. We recently participated in the Walk for Animals in Minnesota, about 50,000 dogs, and we were part of that. We do give discounts for military service members. Uh, a lot of military service people use pet chats if they're stationed overseas or they're stationed somewhere in the U.S. and they can't be near their dog. This is a perfect gift for them. And so we do offer discounts for military members. I have a heart for dogs online. We worked recently with this dog named Quasi. Uh, he's a German shepherd with a short spine. And he works at a shelter and we were able to sponsor him, sponsor the shelter, tell his story. So we're always on looking for those dogs who just have hearts and might need a hand up. Oh, that's awesome, man. But sounds like you guys are doing a ton there. And I'm really interested to see where you guys go with the studies. I think that could be really interesting for the rescue community. So I think last question for you, Joe. So you guys have a very interesting vantage point on where technology is going with the pet industry. What's your general perspective on where we're going to see things go over the next five years? I ask myself this question almost on a daily basis. <laughs> I see growth. I see new new products entering the marketplace. I see kind of two two levels. I see the the tech companies slapping the name dog on their products, and then I see the the dog companies, the pet companies, you know, trying to integrate technology to make lives better. 
So my theory and perspective on where it's going is that the companies that are dog focused and focused on, you know, voice of customer and want to grow and are using that technology to enhance the lives of dogs, the growth is going to be, is going to be next level. I do agree with uh, the advisors on the growth of this industry. I do, I'm hesitant on the companies who are tech companies who just slap dog on their thing to try to appeal to the dog owners. I saw the other day a, a camera and it was previously a baby camera and they just slapped dog on it. <laughs> and uh, that's not a, that's just a camera. And it's okay that you can do that, but that's not this marketplace. These pet parents truly care about the impact and not to be pandered to by slapping dog on a device that was used for humans. And now it's a dog device. So we firmly stand that we're a dog company first and a technology company, a pet company first, and then a technology company second. Gotcha. Thanks. So that's good perspective. Anything else before we uh, wrap things up, Joe, that you want to cover? No, I I'm inspired by the rest of the community uh, and the growth that's happening, just the, the pet entrepreneurs and people in this pet industry. So continue all the good work, and I'd love to partner with anybody and any, everybody and anybody who's interested in pet technology. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I think you guys have uh, a killer product here. I think it's cool. Wish you the best, and I'd recommend everybody go check them out. If for nothing else, go, uh, go check it out and take a look at it, because I think it's really cool, innovative stuff if you're a pet parent. So with that, I also want to um, thank my wonderful producer, Mark Winter, for making all this possible. And I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me by email, Dustin at popjoy.com. That's P-U-P-J-O-Y.com at popjoy on all major social media and online at popjoy.com. So my friends, happy tales to you until we meet again. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.